0: Hello you guys. Happy Wednesday. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. It is so gorgeous here. I feel like summer's coming, but guess what? Snow is going to be back on the weekend. Oh well, we're going to get there. Spring is on its way. Today I am so excited for my network marketers in the crowd because I have an amazing guest, Vanessa Wild is a network marketing coach and strategist. She helps network marketers create more income and impact on social media without cold invites. And I know that every woman listening to this podcast is absolutely thrilled to hear that because none of us want to do that. It maybe works for some people, but it's not ever been something that I was comfortable doing. So when I met Vanessa, I knew that her and I had such similar values when it came to creating these awesome businesses using social media in our industry. Vanessa herself was in network marketing for two full years without making, you know, more than 10 sales. And it was because she wasn't doing it right. It didn't feel right to her. Once she dug in, figured out how to build this business her way, she skyrocketed to the higher ranks in her company. And then she decided she just had this huge passion that she wanted to help other women, you know, skip the two years of misery that she had and build their businesses faster. So I'm going to stop talking. I want you to hear from Vanessa herself. We have such a great conversation. In fact, some really interesting things start coming out of the conversation, some surprises, some plot twists that were really funny and really cool. Um, And as you know, you guys make sure you're inside the Contagious community so you can learn some attraction marketing tips from me every Friday when I do my mini trainings. And I also want to make make sure that you're following Vanessa on Instagram. Tag us in your stories this week so we know that this made an impact on you, that it helped you, that it gave you some valuable tips. Enjoy. Welcome to the Michelle File Show and I'm Michelle, founder of the Contagious Community for Women in Online Business. Once upon a time, I owned a Top 100 Aveda Salon and Spa but that all changed when I found Health & Wellness and lost 80 pounds. This helped me discover a path leading to a career in network marketing. Now, a three-time elite network marketing leader and business coach who still feels the rush of stepping outside her comfort zone every single day. Each week, I hope to bring you a thought or guest that will help ignite your mindset elevate your income, and bring strategies to create clarity around balancing your family life, health, and your business. Ladies, it's time to stop letting fear stand in our way of a life full of passion, purpose, and ultimately true happiness. Get ready to ignite your soul and unapologetically blow up your life. Are you with me? Let's go. Okay, you guys, as I said, I am so excited to welcome Vanessa. I think I say this about every guest, but we connected on Instagram. <laughs> just actually not that long ago. I don't know if I liked something of yours or you liked something of mine. And then we just started chatting. Uh, We both are business coaches helping network marketers specifically. So we of course had so much in common. So welcome Vanessa. I would just love for you to share just some stuff about you. Tell us your story and how you got into this business and
1: uh, we'll go from there. Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle. I'm so excited to be on here. Um, and I appreciate you inviting me on here. So uh, as Michelle has said, I am Vanessa. I am a coach and strategist working with network marketers, and I found my passion in network marketing starting in 2011. And at that time, I jumped into a company, not realizing it was network marketing. (laughs) And I am grateful I didn't know because I would have been a little hesitant at the time to jump in, uh, but have fallen in love with it since then. And um, when I first started in 2011, I had no clue what to do. Uh, I was lost. I was posting company stock photos. I was just doing whatever thinking that just me showing up would bring customers. Um, and my first year I had one customer, my first full year, that's all I had. And it was such a learning experience that there's, there's more than just posting on social media. It's more than just, just uh, putting out your, your products that there's way more to it. Um, and so I went on, I uh, was able to hit my company's goals. It, like f- at the first little while I, I was inconsistent, but I was hitting my company's goals. And then, um, I went on to hit my company's goals for o- over two years, which was exciting. Um, but since then I felt such a passion to, to help network marketers skip that struggle because so many hop in and we, we don't come from a business background. Um, we, we just come from a, we love these products. <laughs> we want everyone to use these products and get these products in their hands. Um, and then we jump in and we feel overwhelmed. We post and it's crickets and we're just unsure of what to do. So I've really fallen in love with being able to help network marketers so that they can have clarity on how to show up online and they don't have to, to have parties or do the in-person marketing, um, and have success.
0: I love that. It's so funny because I have the exact same situation. I got in with Beachbody and had no clue that I was joining. I didn't even really, I don't know that I knew the word network marketing. Like I think I knew the word MLM and I for sure knew pyramid scheme. (laughs) I definitely heard that many times, but I had no clue that that's what I was getting involved in. And I'm so glad I didn't because I don't think I would have said yes. I would have, you know, Like it just wouldn't have been an option in my mind because it carried such a stigma in my, in my little small town. So that's so funny that you were the same. So I would love to hear what happened between year one and two, where this business was not really working. Like you still loved the products. Obviously you were still passionate about them. First of all, why did you stay When you weren't earning any income, like what was it that made you stay? Cause I think that is a story for a lot of people. There's lots of people not making that much money, but they stay. And then what was the change? Like, obviously you went on to see some awesome success with your company and now you can help other women through that struggle. I would love to just hear that, that pivot, that transition, that like aha moment,
1: Yes. So the funny part is you're saying a whole, a whole year. And I mentioned that whole year, I actually stuck with it for two years and I, I don't know how many sales I had that second year, but it still wasn't much. So, um, I stuck with it for two years because I was passionate about the company. I loved the company. I loved the products. I used them as it was, and I was seeing people have success and I kept watching them and I knew that it was possible for me, but I I realized that I had to learn what they were doing in order to make it happen. So I wanted people to use these products. I wanted to to get the mission. It was in fitness as well. Actually it was beach body since you brought up beach body. Um, This is
0: getting even more crazy. Right. Right. I did not know that. I did not know that.
1: um, (laughs) I was like the products were amazing, and I loved them, and so I wanted people to get them in their hands, um, and I had fallen in love with them, and so I just was determined that I was going to figure out how to make this work, and I was just going to stick with it no matter what. So what finally shifted to me is I first off I don't like selling. I did not like selling. Um, I tell tell my followers all the time that. When I was I was probably like 17, I was asked to go to a a store this um like a yeah you know, just like a store with everything like a, a Walmart type store yeah. but it wasn't Walmart and uh, department store that's the word I was looking yeah. for and <laughs> um I was supposed to just tell people about this board game and so I was standing at the end of the aisle with this board game beside me was just to to talk to people about it and i got to the point like i was so sick to my stomach i did not want to do it i felt like the biggest father ever and i texted my mom in tears like i can't do this anymore and she actually came and rescued me sent me home and did the rest and gave me the money oh my gosh she's amazing um but i don't come from oh i'm excited to be an entrepreneur i'm excited to be a business owner that was not me and so for those 2 years I was posting about because I wanted pe- to have people to have the products but I was so scared to sell that it held me back a lot. And I realized that the only way to impact people was to actually get these products in their hands. And when I'm selling, I'm fully serving them. Mm-hmm. And I have to be able to get these products in their hand to fully fully serve them and impact them the way that I know they can be. And so I had this huge shift of every time I helped someone, whether it's the products or the business, I was was like, I had to sell to them to actually help them. And it was such a shift for me. Um, and then the other side too, is I realized in order for, for me to help my family, I had to sell like that. And that's not bad. That's not a bad thing. We do this not only to impact others, but ourselves. And I had to get out of my own way to do that. Yeah. And so I just had to own okay, I want to help others. I want to help my family. So I do need to start selling and embracing that. Um, which then led me to, I've got to go and learn. I, and we didn't have people like us at that point. It was so long ago. I feel ancient now, but we didn't have people at that point to help us. And so I just went onto YouTube and learned as much as I could and then applied it. applied what I learned, um, and had that fire underneath underneath me because of what I just talked about, about wanting to impact myself and others. I went and applied it, um, and created more of serving than just posting the company photos started branding me. Instead of branding my company, people knew who I was connected with, but they also knew who I was and that I was able to help them and they wanted to come to me. So that was some of the main shifts that happened And why I stuck with it for so long.
0: (laughs) I, oh my, I'm so glad you said it was Beachbody.
1: I feel like that was
0: like plot twist, but (laughs) nobody knew this was happening. But I love it because first of all, now I like, we can really relate to each other. Um, And I think so many people listening can relate to that. I feel like people that use Beachbody stuff and become a coach There's no stopping the love for the products and the company and the culture. Like there is something magical about it. However, what you just said was such a mindset shift that so many women don't get to. We're all selling. Oh my gosh. Like I sell my daughter on broccoli every day. I saw my husband on getting me a coffee when he doesn't feel like it. Like we do it all the time, but to take it a step further, when you said, if you're going to actually make an impact because you have so much belief behind these products and the business and what it can do for somebody's life, you have to actually sell. Like you have to actually do that step and have confidence in the sale. Everybody's selling stuff all the time. I just love how that's really what what then took you, okay, now I need to learn how to do it. Like no one's born being really good at this, but you have to go find it. And I say this to everyone, no one needs a good upline. No one needs the top coach of the network to be their coach. So they'll see success. I learned everything on YouTube. Like I just like binged it and then implemented. If it didn't work, who cares? Go start again. Like I I just love how that's how you came to then to see success, which is so, so cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And really like it is so important to take your learning in your hands. And so when you do join and you realize, oh, there's not much training, or maybe I, I have people that come to me there where they don't align with what their upline's teaching them, which is totally fine. Own that and go and figure out where you're going to learn from, whether um, it's podcasts, whether it's YouTube, whether you invest in a course, but just own your learning and go and and apply and give a time, give, this is another step, but give a chance for what you're learning to actually work. Don't just try it and then be like, oh, that didn't work today. I guess I have to try something else, but go learn and apply it and let it do its work while you're working it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. So if you have someone that's coming to you and they wanna work with you and they just like what you just said, I'm not aligning, I love the company, I love the products, no matter what company it is, because I know you work with all different network marketers from all different companies. What are the three steps or tips that you give them at first to really get them going and get them started?
1: All right, so the very first thing for me is really honing in on who you're wanting to help. Um, a lot of network marketers are, are like, well, my products can help anyone. And that's true. They, they probably can, but when someone comes to your page on social media, they have to know that what I I call it, that they're home, they need to know, Oh, this person gets me. I am where I need to be. Um, and, they they need to know that your content is going to to provide help for them. So that's the very first thing that I really make sure that they they understand is who they're wanting to help before they take any action. Um, and then the other part there's so many things that they could, they could do, um, but really like knowing what platform to, they want to show up because there's so many platforms where they can show up right now. There's TikTok, there's Instagram, there's Facebook. You could do in clubhouse. Like there's so many platforms. And when you try to go into all these platforms, you truly don't impact the way you think you are. A lot of times they, they go on these, all these platforms thinking well, that means i get more customers if i'm in more places i'm going to get more customers but you're think of like being on top of the water like a glacier is on top of the water and then you see just a little peak but when they actually go down in down beneath the water is that a huge section of that glacier or iceberg or whatever um and it's just like social media once you dig in and actually go all in with one of these platforms you can make an impact and you're gonna attract more people. There's millions of people on on these social media platforms. You don't have to expand yourself. Once you get a platform down, then sure, go ahead. But majority of us, especially in network marketing, we have a full-time job or maybe you're homeschooling, whatever it is, you're doing something throughout the day. You don't have time to work on three, four platforms and really bring in and create the impact that you're wanting. So that would be the second thing. Um, and then the other thing that's really important is that they, they know the reason for, for doing, um, their business and for showing up a lot of times we, we just show up because we're like, Oh, this is kind of fun. I want to make money. Um, but what's the reason for that money? Like I, I like to, and I took my team when I was building my team, I took my team through this, where you're asking yourself why, like five, six times. Like, why is this important? Okay. So why is that important? And just dig deep where you get to this. Why I don't say you have to have a why that makes you cry, but you have to have a why that lights a fire in you that when you are tired and at the end of the day, and you haven't finished your to-do list, you go and get your to-do list done because of that. Why? Um, Because if you're sitting, sitting there on your, on your phone, scrolling anyways, you might as well get it done because scrolling is not going to make the impact, but you need to know your reason for showing up and the reason for why you're wanting to make the impact, which then goes back to exactly what I was talking about earlier of why I switched with my mindset of, okay, well, I want to make this impact on, on these at, at the time. I wasn't a, a mom. Eventually I became a mom, but I want to make an impact on, on these women. I I, I have to be able to show up in, in, And make an impact that way. So I need to know my why in order to actually take action and not make excuses get in my way. So those are the three things um, that I would say are super important for uh, network marketers to really know before they even run and start creating content or start talking to people.
0: I totally agree. You know, a couple of years ago, I remember one of my leaders and I, we were talking and we were talking about niching in and figuring out your ideal client. And I was really in the thick of that. Like I knew that that's what I needed to do to differentiate myself from the sea of all these Beachbody coaches, all these Arbonne, like everybody's doing the same thing, looking the same way. And I knew I needed to get really, really targeted. And I remember us having this discussion. Oh, well, I don't know. Is this just a little advanced for new people that join us? And we were being true. Like we weren't sure. We thought maybe they should just be vanilla. We'll go niche down because we've been doing this for a while and two years, three, whatever it was, four years. Now, I think everyone should start and that's the first thing they figure out. Like, just don't be vanilla. Like never, never start that way. Like really figure out who you want to help. What problems do you want to help solve? Like, how do you actually want to serve people and show up on social media? I think it all goes back to make a decision that you want to be a business person. Even if you started as a teacher or a stay-at-home mom, or you've never done anything entrepreneurial, you have a business now. So you kind of have to put that hat on if you want to make some income, you know, there's one thing you just pay for your products and then it's a whole other thing that you want to actually create an income. So I, I absolutely agree uh, with all your points and I love the why, (laughs) why, my my team gets so annoyed, but Why? but why? But why? It's the most (laughs) annoying. And I am the same way. I absolutely hate that saying, you need a why that makes you cry. I'm like, no, you need a why that gets you up out of bed at 4.30 in the morning (laughs) or stays up at night after the kids. Like that's the why. It has to be the fire in your butt that keeps you going. So I love those tips. Now, I didn't tell you, I was going to ask you about this, but you brought it up. So you need to talk to us about clubhouse. How can it benefit network marketers? You are like huge on there. I see, I get the notifications for clubhouse. Not that I'm even on there ever hardly. Like I sometimes peep into rooms, but I see your name coming off all the time. So can you tell us a little bit? I know this is off the cuff, but can you tell us a little bit about it? And this is really just so really selfish. I just want to know about it. I
1: (laughs) I, I actually did a podcast specifically for network marketers on this, just because it's just to me, network marketers versus someone that's like a, in like an expert field, like me, it's very different on how to use the platform. I feel like, um, clubhouse is very good for those in like an expert field. And that have to be an expert like you and I, but for most network marketers, they don't have to be an expert. I always tell them like, just go and learn and then share what you're learning and let your audience know that you're learning because you want anyone to be, feel like they're okay to, to go in the business with you, that you don't have to be an expert. So sharing. I love that you just said that because I,
0: I try and drill this in so much. Like we're just a guide. So because I have two businesses, I feel like in my network marketing, like I'm just the messenger. I'm just the guide. Like I'm the one that actually really loves Googling. <laughs> and yeah. I'll give you the information. Whereas this business where I'm helping network marketers like you do, we are an expert in this. We, we actually, it's, it's what it's coming out of us, the information that we're giving. So I love that. And we'll link up that podcast if that's okay. Yeah,
1: that's and totally that's fine.
0: Helpful. But yeah, yeah,
1: share, share. <laughs> so, and so in way of like leading rooms with Clubhouse, um, if you want to go and, and lead a room, I feel like you need to be an expert. Expert and feel prepared enough. Um, I, and like I said, like you don't have to be an expert at network marketing. So don't feel like you have to go into clubhouse and lead a room, but before you lead a room, feel confident. And like, you know, what you're talking about, so you can attract people to you. Um, and then in a way of other things that, um, and, Network marketers could do is they could just hop into rooms, share a little piece of advice in in Clubhouse. Um, you can raise your hand to just add your—I call it—add your two cents. Um, I'm I'm big on if you hop into a room, and these terms may not make sense to most of you, but that's okay. It's an audio platform. If you haven't dug into it, just go Google, and it will tell you everything. But <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can hop into rooms. Um, you don't have to see each other and use your voice, and then. What I always recommend if you're going to add what I said, your two cents into a room that's moderated by someone else is to go and compliment something that the moderator said. And so you hop up there, say, I really liked how this person said this earlier. And I just want to hop in to, to give a, a tip and then share a little tip and then thank them. And that's it. And yeah. so you're sharing to a stage that they've brought this room that was already brought together by someone else. You're sharing to their audience something that you know, um, and presenting yourself as, as knowing something, even if it's, you're not an expert because when you moderate a room, you're going to get asked questions where you you better be prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, we've had some crazy questions up there, but, (laughs) um, but at least getting in some advice into rooms that you would relate to that your person could be in. So if it's in fitness, go and find the fitness rooms in clubhouse. Um, go find people that maybe they have um, a, a fitness coach at in their profile and go follow them. So you can see their rooms pop up and then join those. The other thing that you can do in clubhouse is going and looking in the audience, um, going into these rooms, seeing who's in these rooms and clicking on their Instagram pro on their first clubhouse profile, checking them out a little bit. If you like them, go over to their Instagram profile and then just go connect with them. You can like on some of their posts, send them a message and say, Hey, I saw you in this specific clubhouse room. Just wanted to connect and just say, hello from there. So in a way it's finding people like you would on Instagram, but on just a different platform and then connecting over on clubhouse. So those are just some tips with clubhouse. It's an audio app. So it's kind of fun. Cause I can mute myself when my kids are going crazy. Um, and it's so good to co-mod with someone else, like have someone else do the room yeah. with you because of those inst- instances. Yeah, that totally. <laughs>
0: it's such an interesting platform. I mean, I, I haven't said one word on the platform yet, but I've definitely learned a lot already. So I wonder, is that a way for network marketers? It's almost like another search engine for them. I mean, you can, well, they could follow you, for example, and be in one of your rooms or, you know, I see Ray Higdon all over the place and, uh, you know, Amy Porterfield, I was on one of hers last night, and maybe that's where I saw your name. Um, But there's so many things to learn. It's almost like another resource. And one question that popped in my head are, I'm using air quotes, like normal people on Clubhouse yet? Or is it really just like you and I and people that are in the business and coaches and
1: that kind of thing? as I've experienced so many people because I do uh, moderate rooms, there's people from all spectrums and there could be people that are wanting to be quote unquote influencers on, um, or bloggers on social media. There's people that are like, I just want to connect with people on here. There's even, um, rooms where it's like, let's find people to go on a date with. (laughs) So there's people on all spectrums on there. Um, there's musicians that are trying to, to be noticed on there. So, everyone is on there and in way of learning. Yes, it is a great platform to go and learn. Um, there's so many rooms. I have network marketers that join my rooms and ask us questions for, um, feedback on their social media. And, but this is my biggest warning that I'm going to give right here. Mm -hmm. It can eat up your time and you can be on there for so long and get information overload. So think of our conferences that network marketing that you have, and how do you feel at the end of those conferences? It's exhausting because you have so much information overload. So if you're going to use that platform to learn, make sure you are very specific on what rooms you join, how long you're spending on there, and just be smart in your time. That's with obviously any social media platform, but I feel because it is audio and you're constantly hearing voices in your head, it can, it can overwhelm you. It can exhaust you. So just be smart with your time. If you're going to use it that way.
0: Yeah. I, that's honestly why I had to put it to rest I forget who invited me. And then I was really into it for a couple of weeks. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, like I almost like I have a headache. Like I cannot take one more piece of information in. And it was like a total overload. And then I just was like, forget it. I just can't do another thing right now. But I, I do see, I do see the reasons for being there. I think it's really cool how you've really, you know, jumped in and, and you've obviously pushed past fear because a moderating a room for the first time, I'm sure was a bit scary. I'm sure it still is. So I think it's really cool. And just another, it's just another way. It's a, just another, um, you know, our, our business is just always going to be moving ahead and, and you just have to go with it. You really do. You can't get stuck and stagnant and you have to own your, your own willpower per se, when you go and dive into these new places. So I think that's really cool.
1: Thank you for sharing. Cause I yes. know, I know I didn't ask you about that before. <laughs> no, but- and you were talk- talking about that fear part. And I think so many of us, we look at someone in a certain level. And we're like, no, they can't be scared anymore. Or they go, this, they see this person live and they're like, well, they're such a natural, they're not scared. I still get sweaty palms when I'm on clubhouse. When I moderate clubhouse, I I still get those butterflies or, um, I usually moderate with this one girl, but if she's, if I'm doing it with someone else and I'm the lead moderator in this room, I get more of nerves. And so you just have to push past those fears and realize we're all going to face those fears. And for you, it could be just showing up with your face in your stories. That could be a fear for you. And once you start doing it a few times you're going to have those nerves and just keep doing it and eventually it's just going to be old hat like it's just going to be something that you do um i know i stories were something i was scared to do at one point but now i do i do them and it's just something i i'm that's normal for me and hopping on looking at the camera talking and so if you have fears whether it's with clubhouse whether it's something on instagram push through those fears are normal it's something new um and just embrace those fears and eventually they'll dwindle down and then they'll eventually leave but every every new level every new action is going to bring a different fear no matter where anyone is at in their business i couldn't agree more i mean i popped on my stories right before i
0: you came on here today and i said you know for the first time I'm not as ex- as nervous. I'm actually so excited. Cause I love getting to know I'm, I'm an introvert at heart and just not talking to anyone in person. It's my favorite. I so, really, yeah. Right. So a podcast interviews when I first started doing them, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to sound so dumb. I'm not going to know what to say. And we've just caused me a whole bunch of sweaty palms and sweaty pits. Like I was just constantly so nervous. And then today it dawned on me. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I haven't been stewing about this. Like, it's going to be so fun. I love getting to, so there's the evolution. And I remember how many of us remember doing our first reel. If we've done a reel, our first face to camera on stories, our first posts, like you just have to push past it and realize we all are humans. We every the the richest woman in the world still gets afraid of something. Like we we just have to push past that stuff. So, I love that, and you've clearly done it on Clubhouse. So kudos to you. It's so cool. Okay. I would love, I'm going to wrap this up. I don't want to keep you any longer. Vanessa has three kids and she homeschools. She is a busy, busy, busy woman. Um, I would love to know maybe three of your favorite resources that you give network marketers that you kind of share with them books or podcasts. Maybe do you have anything that you usually kind of share with people?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't have specific ones because I end up just referring them back to me quite a bit. <laughs> um, that's to be very honest, um, but there are quite a few really good books out there. Um, just like the Miracle Morning for Network Marketers. I love that they have one specifically for network marketers. Um, I really like the, um, uh, there's one, something about the bus. The uh, bus energy bus. I think that is such a smart one, especially when you're growing a team. um, So that you really make sure that you're, you're gathering the people that, that get on the energy bus for your team. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think of another one. That's really like my main main ones. And I refer them a lot to my stuff. <laughs> I know um, that sounds terrible, but <laughs> well, that doesn't sound terrible at all.
0: Like your, you have a podcast, your Facebook, yes. page, your sorry, Instagram page. I mean, I just read your most recent post and a client recruited 17 people. So obviously the information that you share is really, really incredible. So I think everyone needs okay. <laughs> to <laughs> needs to go and follow you. And I'm sure you wouldn't mind them messaging you if you had some um, yes. questions, think, questions for you. And I would love for you just to share a little bit about
1: your I think you said you had a membership, right? Where people- I do have a membership. Yeah. So um, I have a membership that I, what I love about it is that I keep it at a a good price so that they can have support along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want network marketers to ever feel alone, whether that is currently you don't have an upline, whether that is, um, your, your upline teaches a different way than what you connect with. Um, but what I do in this membership is I teach them how to, market on social media without having to send cold message invites, which we all do not enjoy. Um, I do trainings every month. We do live Q and a calls. We have a Facebook community with accountability every week. So we talk about our action goals. Um, that's all I focus on in the group, your action goals. I love hearing the wins, but I love hearing what actions are you taking this week? And I think that's so big because we see in network marketing, these wins around us and we're always, it's always celebrated the ranks, the volume, but there's so much more. There is, Hey, this person actually did their power hour today. This person posted um, this amount of times, this person showed up when she didn't want to. And so I love telling, getting them to tell me their action goals. And then at the end of the week, they tell me how those action goals went and reassess. Um, And so I I create that environment in there. And so it's very action-based instead of just outcome based. I
0: love that. I mean, Anyone in network marketing—it's no secret that you know it's a—it's a industry that thrives off of competition, and I understand why it does. It's it—it is a driver for certain types of personalities, but it can also be something that really squashes the confidence of people. So I think it's amazing that you really focus on those those little wins that maybe don't get you the titles and the recognition of the company, but they deserve just as much empowerment because for some people it's just as big as that woman that went 15 star. It, it truly is. So I love that. That's so, yes.
1: yeah. And just to add on top of that, like if someone ever feels like they're in that comparison mode, I always recommend like unfollow anyone that makes you feel that way or even mute them. You don't have to follow that 10 star diamond or whatever, whatever it is, that person that's really doing well, even if it's someone that's just a little bit ahead of you, but you're feeling comparison with them, mute them, unfollow them. It's okay to do that because you're not able to step into f- your full potential. You're not able to serve your people the way that they need to be served. If you're sitting over here, stewing over, oh, this person's further than me, or why can't I get that rank? Go and follow them, do what you need to. So you can truly impact the way you are meant to not them.
0: Yeah. I wish more women would listen to us when we say that because I, a couple of years ago, I was, I got in such a deep, deep comparison trap. And I finally ended up just having to, like, even my team, I had to unfollow my team. Like I was so deep. It was horrible, but I wasn't speaking my truth. I was kidding myself and telling myself that I was getting ideas. Well, I'm just getting ideas from everyone else. Well, no ideas come from someone else. You're just copying. It's you're just copying someone else's thoughts or, or they've copied someone else and someone, and and then it's just a mess. It will never ever sound authentic or true and will never resonate with your audience because it doesn't have your energy behind it. And the only way I have found it to work is if I just stop looking at everyone else and I create from my heart and I can only hear my heart when I'm only listening to myself. And I feel like people hear this, this is not new information. They hear it over and over and over again, but until they actually do it, take the steps to not look and stop scrolling. People really don't share themselves, and then it just doesn't work. And that's when they don't see the success. So I'm, I'm glad you ended that way. Because I say it all the time and I feel like it's kind of like our kids, they need to hear it from a different voice for them to actually
1: believe it, but it's just so, so true. So thank you for that last little bit. Yeah. And just remember to trust yourself. Like that's a lot of the reason why we do, we follow those people is because we don't trust ourselves and we're like, okay, my message isn't going to be strong enough, but your message is meant for certain people like that you're meant to impact. So trust yourself, you know what they need to hear. You just need to not have all this noise around you, telling you all these different things of what you're supposed to say and just quiet down and get off your phone and then go and sit down and and write content of what they truly need to hear. Mm -hmm. So trust yourself. That's probably the biggest advice from this that I want you to take because you know what you need to do and you know what you need to say.
0: Yeah people have such good nuggets inside of themselves if they would just like let them out and not overthink it. So anyways, this was really, really good. Thank you so much. I know you're so busy. I not really know how busy you are now that I know you're homeschooling too, but I really appreciate it. And can you just lastly give maybe your website and your IG handle so they can find you? We will put them in the show notes too.
1: Yes. So I hang out on Instagram. My DMS are always open. It's at Vanessa wild for wild, like Oscar wild. So there's an E at the end. And then my website, Vanessa wild So good. Thank you very much. We're going to get all that information
0: in the show notes. Cause you guys need to follow Vanessa. She always has the best tips and she is going to get us all onto clubhouse. I just know it. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's so fun. (laughs) Thank you so much, Michelle. It's been such a pleasure. It has. It's been so good. Thank you. Thanks.